1: The following is paid commercial programming. The views and opinions expressed do not necessarily reflect those of WSSP, Intercom Milwaukee, its staff, or sponsors.
0: From Lake Michigan to the Mississippi and every river, lake, and field in between. Let's talk everything outdoors. Yeah, it's time to hop on the crazy train. All <laughs> Welcome to the Midwestern Shooter's Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors. Presented by Interstate Heating. Fasten your seatbelts for a wild ride through Wisconsin's outdoors. Only on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan.
1: All aboard the crazy train with Midwestern Shooter's Supplies, cutting edge outdoors on 1250 WSSP or 1057 FM. The fan in here with Tom, Dan, myself, John, special guest. Uh, you know, I don't know what what's the company's name.
3: Greg. Greg. The company, Your company, the, the companies Your... that you run. Oh, premium waters. <laughs> yeah, premium waters. Premium waters.
1: waters. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Greg on the board. Boards. Boards. Whatever.
2: Boards. Yeah, he's got plenty of
4: boards, plenty of computers up there. So we got two, two, two Gregs in the mm-hmm. studio, and yeah. when and Greg, the Greg's been in the studio with us before talking about Canada trips, right? Mm. Yeah, we talked about uh, what lake was that that you guys go up to? It's called Sessagonaga. Sessagonaga, right. Yeah, easy for you to say. Sessagonaga. <laughs> say that 10 times
3: yeah. fast as you can. So that was basically a walleye and a pike-type thing, right? Yes. Yeah, it's a really good walleye bite. Uh, in fact, I was down here visiting you guys a couple weeks ago, um, not on the show but over at the house, and uh, the team was up in Canada, Smaller group this year, only 34 or 5, down from 42 or 3 from last year. But good walleye bite again, uh, good northern action. Um, nothing real big on the walleyes. Three 25-inch walleyes were the biggest walleyes, and there was a uh, 44, 42, and 40-inch northerns caught. Well, those, those, are good. All, those are a nice pike. Yeah. Yep, good northerns. Uh, Overall, quantity was very good again. It's always a great walleye bite. They just kill them. Wildlife sightings were uh, moose, woodland caribou, and lots of eagles, um, some ducks and geese. But it was a very good trip. Hmm. Well, that sounds right. sounds like
4: fun. Anybody, any of those? you guys ever do a hunting trip at all there?
3: You know, um, what they have up there, the minute we're done and come out on Sunday, the moose hunters come in Saturday night or Sunday, and there's a squad from north of Madison. Um, I'll think of it. It's right where that uh, – uh, I can't think of the name of the town. Um, north of Madison. You know where that ABS, the uh, – Beef place. The Yeah, where the bulls are. The Yeah, uh, yeah, I know. Hey, I drive by what's it. What's that little town? Right? I wanted to say DeKalb, but that's not right. There's know. a Lodi. Uh, yeah, it's near Lodi. well anyway there's a squad of guys from there two brothers and some other guys bull hunt moose every year and they get uh, one two or three every year and uh, they started uh, they bring started bringing a videotographer with them so they film the flight they film the hunt uh, it's quite a deal and these guys have been coming up there for more than 10 years that I know Wow yeah uh, one of the brothers, uh, Well, their dad used to come, but he passed a few years ago. Mm -hmm. Um, So maybe it's been more than 10 years that I've known him, but they've developed quite a hunt there. You know, more and more guys are using those GoPros when they're they're out
2: hunting. They can attach them to the bill of their hat. Right. And, you know, more and more people are getting into that videotaping of their their shoots well actually that's digital I think with with the GoPro but they're getting more and more into that to show what they're doing and and it is very cool you know you can go on YouTube and see all kinds of hunts you know that guys are doing with the GoPros you know it, it is pretty cool
1: yeah it is cool and the cameras
2: are relatively oh. inexpensive. Well they're not cheap but they're not you know overly expensive
4: but they'll know. always be expensive to Tom John.
2: Oh, that's right. <laughs> Well, if I need one, I'll borrow one of John's. Maybe maybe he'll, next thing you'll try bartering
4: a, a, a pair of used socks for somebody's slightly used GoPro.
2: Hey, I got I need a caller, all right? I would like a caller or callers. 414-799-1250. I have a question for you. Did Now, and don't worry, I'm not going to rip anybody. Did you see only call if you saw John Gillespie's show last week? Only call if you – I have one question for you. That's all. And you're not going to win anything. You're just going to help us out here a little bit. Don't worry, Danny. I'm not going to rip on anybody. 414-799-1250. So we'll keep talking while you call. Only people who saw John Gillespie's show last week. Okay. And uh, and we'll we'll see who calls. And I just have a question for him. That's all.
4: Clears that
2: up. Yeah. Yeah. Get
1: get one of your sons on the phone.
2: Oh, I w- Well, the one son, he, he, well, one is sleeping. The other one, he doesn't want to get up too early because he's got a. I think he starts work at eight o'clock, so he's too busy to call. I think. And the other one, of course, is down, if you want to call him in
4: Arizona, John, you feel free.
0: <laughs> Dial it up.
4: <laughs> oh, we got a. That would be hand. long distance, John. Tom's no way. He's got to wait till his oh. son calls him. No, we, we no. We've got no. Actually, it Might doesn't have to be the minutes. Actually, thing. Uh, no. It's it's
2: free the the phone the phone thing the cell phone the cell phone yeah it's all free we can talk as much as we
4: want huh.
2: so which is which is kind of nice you know
4: so if he's down there hunting peccary you can give him or javelina? yeah
2: isn't oh. it the same thing the peccary yeah. the javelina, the same that thing? I'm not sure no. who do you
4: got on the line
2: we have Stash from Caledonia okay oh. hey Stash from Caledonia how you doing good morning guys hey, hey I've got one quick question oh we got another phone caller coming in too also we got a quick question for like you crazy. Stash you you did watch John Gillespie's Show last week right
1: I believe he was fishing with Matt. Matt,
2: Matt Bastianich, they were on Lake Geneva. Yeah.
1: Yes.
2: Okay, what lure, what kind of lure were they using when they were catching all those largemouth? Uh, I wanted to see if you were watching closely.
1: Well, I know he was, I think he switched off. I believe he was wacky worming at one time.
2: Well, at one time, but the main lure, like Bistianich was using all the time. There was one specific one a sea cook, I don't think I remember. Um, okay. Son of a sea cook, I like that. Son of a sea cook. Okay, well, listen, Josh, you're listening to the show, right? Right. Uh, you must be. So, Stosh. Stosh. I'm sorry, Stosh. Keep listening to the show because I'm going to take another caller to see if they know. Okay. So, All right, so, Tom. so keep listening. Thank you. Bye well, bye. Okay.
4: I think, I think Dusty Springfield else, did a song. Son you of you a on sea cook, man. We
2: have Jeff from Delafield. Okay. Hey, good morning, Jeff from Delafield. How you doing today? Good morning. How are you guys doing? You saw John gillespie's show last week. I sure did. Probably and what kind? It. What kind of lure was he using?
1: He was using a chatterbait.
2: Very good. Yes, I know. And what did they this keep saying? You know, swim.
1: Swim a swim. A bait. And in yep. fact, uh, Matt was being real careful to not to show that lip oh, so
2: on the front. You, yep, run. and John as well. They both were being very careful not to show it, weren't they?
1: Just- I'm not as sneaky as Matt, though. Yeah, yeah. had it waving around a couple times, and I kept yelling at my wife Nancy that, hey, look at that bait. That's not a swim bait at all. Yeah, that's a... Was... He kept saying that that paddle tail throws lots of vibration while well, anybody who knows what a chatterbait
2: is. Yeah, yeah, I think
1: it throws all kinds of vibration. You know, I think that had a lot to do with what they were doing.
2: Yeah, I think any tail you put on the back was going to work on that chatterbait. Oh, sure. Anything. I
1: used them with just a straight worm type tail. Oh,
2: sure, it. anything. Yeah, and but I just thought it was interesting that they kept saying it was a swim bait. So now you know what's going to happen. People are going to go to Lake Geneva, they're going to go in that water depth that they were fishing. They're going to be throwing a swim bait with that paddle tail and not hard, and not catch Catch too many fish
1: no i still like to swim bait there's a good chance they oh might get some yeah that definitely the sw- was a chatterbait yeah that makes a huge difference
2: yeah that chatterbait that day was really working hey thanks very much for that i i just needed somebody to back me up here all right
1: you're welcome caught it right away all right thanks hey, bye just now take care, guys. Bye. just
2: like your lake
4: x is um
2: yeah see well he was he was watching he was paying attention Stash, stash up there in Caledonia, I guess, didn't yeah, watch show. Well, why, Co- did, why didn't, didn't did you send Co-State.
4: him a, a free uh, pack of mini-mites or something for you know being Dick Tracy there? He, uh, Hey, you know what prize he gets? To listen
2: to us. On <laughs> Saturday morning. I think that's second prize.
3: Oh, <laughs> uh, But no, see, the thing
2: is, is we have very knowledgeable listeners that are listening to the show. They know what's going on. They know what's going on. Anywho, what else you got over there, Danny? Um, You're looking up stuff on a computer like I was before. Yeah, you know, I'm... oh, what? I do remember something.
4: What do you remember?
2: Okay, Your wife's anniversary.
4: Too no, late now. No.
2: My son Nick told me that last weekend they were uh, him and this other couple. They got a couple of kids too. They went and they rented this one cabin. It's like a house. Okay, it's like a log built home. It's up in the mountains. Up in. Uh, Northern Arizona, and they go up there every now and then with this couple, you know, and it's really nice. And You know, they, they cook outside. They take walks. There's a river close by, you know. Make they s'mores. fish a little bit, make s'mores, do whatever. You know, the Think kids love Kumbaya. it. And that. Well, Nick Nick goes out on, there's like a deck, okay? He goes out on the deck that's uh, up a couple of feet from the ground, you know. It's up on a deck. Right, it's a deck. Yeah, he goes out on the deck <laughs> to have one of his chews,
4: and, uh, He's not having a smoke like his old man. No,
2: no, no. He does the chewing, which oh, that's I'm disgusting. Glad you but passed anyway, passed on those great healthy tobacco yeah. habits to your yeah. offspring. <laughs> anyway, so anyway, the first time he goes out to have father a chew, father of the year, and well, he goes out to have a chew and do a second thing, take a leak outside. Well, you taught <laughs> him that deck, too, off the deck. There's there's a a cow, elk, all right, and he doesn't see what's behind it. He He gets the flashlight out, goes inside. He says, hey, everybody, come and look at this. So they got flashlights, right, at the cow elk that's like, he says it's like 30 feet away. Out from the woods, because there's like a little wood line, you know, that's not 30, it's like 30 feet from this deck. Out comes the little calf elk, walks up to the mama while the flashlights are on it. Doesn't scare them away. And she starts suckling from the cow elk. So, all the little kids are watching, the, you know, everybody's oh, watching. And it's like, oh,
3: how cute. That's
4: wonderful. The next time he goes Suck, out. Suckling experience yeah, for the kids. The next time he goes
2: out to have Look, a Johnny, chew and I a, once suckled you. Yeah, and a pee off the deck, he said there's about a dozen javelinas. Oh, those nasty little
4: javelinas. And he goes
2: out there and he hears this grunting and stuff, and he puts on the flashlight. And then one of them tries getting on the deck. They're going to try to come up and get them, I guess. I don't know. They're, yeah. Tries to come up on the well, maybe deck. maybe
4: someone's been feeding them. I don't like know. Like geese and but, ducks. But uh,
2: he went inside, said he said he went inside real quick. But he says, isn't that isn't that the way it always works? He says, I go Javalita hunting. I don't see any. I see him outside my house. I see him out there at this cabin. I see him all over the place, except when I go hunting for him. Well, maybe he's got to hunt outside his house or up by that cabin. <laughs> Speaking of
4: hunting, we went goose hunting again last oh, week yeah. on the, on the field. Yeah. And the the geese, you know, they're getting blasted all over the place. Yeah. It was really cool cuz we could hear to the to the south this whole volley of boom 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 boom. It sounded like artillery going off. Mm-hmm. And we were like getting all upset thinking gosh darn it, you know, the geese aren't by us. So After sitting for about two hours, everybody's sitting in the, you know, working hard, sitting in the lawn chairs Mm -hmm. on the wood's edge. And silently, they didn't make any noise. Two geese come swooping on in from my left, and I could see them through the leaves, treetops. And all I said was, birds, kind of whispered. Now everybody's kind of trying to scramble. One guy actually was waking up. And uh, those they circled, and you know what? They saw us sitting in those lawn chairs, okay? Not like the first week when we they'd land and they'd all kind of look around like something's up but we don't know boom 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 boom! before they even had a chance (laughs) so these circled didn't come in then a lone goose came in circled so then we got smart we each guy went by a tree and when we'd hear hear him honking uh we'd just stand right next to the tree and now they'd circle and we were masked you know right yeah and then we started started blasting them but, you know, we did have decoys out there, but I had a brilliant idea of what I think would be a better a better decoy for some of these city geese. Get like a blow-up or some kind of inflatable decoy of a little old lady in a lawn chair with a bag of popcorn in her hand and <laughs> set it out there in the cornfield. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? She'd probably have a bunch of <laughs> pigeons around her, too. Oh, that, too. You'd have everything coming in. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. yeah. That's what we need. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, we managed to bust some more geese out there. No, oh, that's good. Yeah, no, that's, that's fun. You
2: didn't have uh, uh, the, the sticks made out of them, the hot sticks. No, no they and...
4: uh, we cleaned the geese. We didn't get as many this time, uh, but I think Trevor took them that time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't want to be greedy because they, I got so many geese last time. They gave me a bunch. And if they'd said, hey, do you want some of the geese? I would have said, sure, because I would have mm-hmm. taken them back to Bucky's because everybody's yeah, yeah. raving, going crazy about those hot sticks. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, no, so they... they They kept them, but I don't know. I might try and blast. You know, the goose season now, oh, important safety note, Egon. Um, You buy your early goose, and it's five per day. Mm -hmm. But you got to make sure that early goose is, you got to buy another license after that. So that early goose only lasts for like two weeks, and then September 16th, you got to go buy the uh regular goose okay which is the exterior goose tag right right which is uh separate from the horicon right, one right right yeah and it's only 3 bucks but uh, let me tell you why don't they just make it one flat $20 fee and you can shoot early season goose horicon whatever i mean it yeah. seems like we got so now i've got this little uh waterproof little bag with about 20 different licenses in there. <laughs> I've got my bow tag. I've got the yeah. extra half uh, dough tag. I've got this dough tag. I've got this harf, turkey tag. I mean, it's it's kind of crazy now, and they're all paper that you got to carry with yeah, you. Yeah, it's weird. Now, yeah. I put one in a plastic bag. I put the turkey tag in a plastic bag, mm-hmm. and i got a twist tie in there, and my plan is it's, it's, it's zip-locked. Mm-hmm. If I shot a turkey, I'd punch a hole through the bag and take the zip yeah, tie and there put you it... Go. Yeah. And, and maybe you can even get them laminated, but it's interesting. I was, uh, I was reading something online on the DNR uh, website, and uh, we got time for this. On the DNR website, and uh, anglers, it says, are required to carry the paper copy of their Lake Michigan fishing license and stuff. No, it says you're supposed to have uh, the paper cut. The Lake
2: Michigan one, yeah.
4: I thought you you could just show your go wild card, and that's supposed to be the whole point of them just scanning that or your driver's license and seeing. So why is it different on Lake Michigan? Maybe our good friend Matt Grappi, who's a Lake Michigan warden, no doubt listening to us, can give us a call. I would hope so.
2: Hey, we got to go to a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to be playing the NFL Football Picking Contest. And 799-1250 uh, Right, and that is sponsored by Curly's Waterfront Pub on Pewaukee Lake. Go to curlyswaterfront.com for all the information of all the specials they got, even though there's no Packer game this week. They still got a lot of fun things to do out there. So 799-1250, be a contestant and mm-hmm. win a $10 gift certificate to Curly's Waterfront Pub. We'll be right back with more. Welcome back to the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors. Coming to you live from the Interstate Heating Studios. And who do we have on the line, Greg? We have Paul from New Berlin. Alright. Good morning, Paul. Oh, here we go. Good morning, Paul.
3: Hey, good morning, guys.
2: Alright. You know how this works, right? Yep. Alrighty. Well, I'll let
0: Greg take it over right now. Greg? Alright, uh, we're just gonna do a quick recap of last week. Last week, we had John go one and two. Everybody pushed on the Detroit Green Bay game because the spread was right, seven. Right. So we had John go one and two. We had Bushy go two and one. Yeah. We had Tom go one and two. And I as well went one and two. And our callers went one and two. So all you have to do is tie or beat one of us, and our caller won a ten dollar gift certificate. It's a Curly's waterfront pub. All right, and we are and- going to start out. This week, with Wisconsin at Michigan, Wisconsin is getting 11 points. So, Paul, what say you?
1: Oh, I got to go with Wisconsin. I got to be a good Wisconsin guy.
0: All right. Tom, Wisconsin or Michigan? Well,
2: I was smart this week. I called the no-name bookie up. Before the game, because he told me last week I should have taken Wisconsin, and I should have. But anyway, I'm going with Michigan at the big house at Ann Arbor this week. Even though I want Wisconsin
4: to win, Is I that... hope I'm wrong. So the no-name bookie suggested Michigan. No, he didn't. Well, what?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't want you to get an edge. John, Wisconsin or Michigan? <laughs>
2: Is John's Mike, Mike, is your I don't think John's. No, he's Mike got is
4: his done. hand in front his oh. hand in front of
2: it. Oh, okay. And Bushy? All right. I'll change it then to Michigan.
4: John said Michigan, okay. And all right, Bushy. Bushy. I'm not a homer because I I've, I went with Michigan State last week and I was talking about how I thought it was all gonna collapse. So now I'm gonna switch and go with Wisconsin to cover the eleven points. I will agree with you as well. I know. This is a tough one to gauge. I think really. that's, that's a very big point
0: spread. Mm hmm. Yeah.
2: But they don't, Wisconsin doesn't and, have and, their kicker now. And
0: here's the deal. They didn't have the
4: kicker last week. Yeah, that's true. But they didn't really need him. Well, here's the <laughs> kicker, guys. The point spread is 11. And uh, it's a pack, Packers. Badgers have a great defense. It's going to be a low scoring, probably fairly close. Okay, I agree.
0: We'll see. All right. All right. Next game. We have
4: Detroit at Chicago.
0: Detroit is giving three. Paul, what say you?
1: Well, I just want Chicago to lose, so I'll go with Detroit.
0: (laughs) All right. Tom? I'm going with Detroit as well. Detroit as well. John, Detroit or Chicago?
4: Uh, Chicago. Bushy? Boy, that's a tough one
2: i know but the bears do suck
4: they are so terrible (laughs) they're too bad they are so terrible it's it's crazy and uh i'll go with uh i'll go with detroit i will go with detroit as well
0: all right final game on the slate with green bay having a bye paul we have the new york giants at minnesota minnesota is giving forward to the giants
3: I'll go with the Giants so they get all their winning out of the way and then they lose next week.
0: Okay.
2: Tom. I hate to say this. I really do because I don't like the Vikings, but uh, I got to go with Minnesota.
0: John? Minnesota or New York? Minnesota or the Giants, John? Minnesota. Minnesota. Pushy. Minnesota. And I will go against the grain and everybody else except for Paul. And I will go with the Giants. I predict Eli throws three picks. I think he will throw three picks, but I think that offense is good enough to (laughs) at least keep within four of the Vikings, hopefully. And that's it for the week? And that is it for the week. We have no Green Bay game with the bye. They will return next Sunday night when they play the New York Giants.
2: All right. Well, good luck, Paul. I'm sure you're going to win.
3: All right, thanks,
2: guys. All right, thank you. All right, that is the NFL Picking Contest every week after the 7.15 break brought to you by Curly's Waterfront Pub on Pewaukee Lake. It's the place to meet, laugh, eat, drink, and enjoy life. That is a nice place. I like it. A lot of TVs there. Hey,
4: what time is the Badger game today? 2.30. 2.30 on I, ABC. I think I'm going to go over yep. to Curly's. And watch it there. Well, there There's you go. Normally, folks. a good contingent of Badger fans there. Yeah, at oh, definitely. Place will be rocking. Contingent. See, we do have another color
2: as well. Yes. We have Lance from Caledonia. All thanks right. for holding, Lance. Yeah, thank you, Lance. Hey. Uh, you wanted good to morning. tell us something about those uh, regulations?
1: Well, on Lake Michigan and any border water, like the Mississippi River or the Comany yeah. River, yeah. you have to have. Your paper, ta- your paper license in your possession, because the neighboring states, if you're stopped by a game warden, you know from Michigan or Minnesota or whatever, they're not on our
3: system. So you have to have your paper tag.
4: You know, I yeah. kind of wondered that, but I just didn't understand. Like you're fishing out of Milwaukee here. There's gonna be no Michigan Gordon coming across the lake. Well, I I think they did
2: that just because it was a you know bordering states just to Uh, keep it standard. Yeah. yeah, Well, they got all
4: the regulations confusing anyway. Why don't they just say if you're you know within the whatever parallel of the Michigan shoreline? Yeah. (laughs) Well, I knew you know
2: Lance. I knew that that was the way for uh, the Mississippi River. And uh, some of the boundary waters up in sense. northern Wisconsin and Michigan. Yeah, that would make sense, you know, because you know, they don't have the same well, apps like, on their phone. But Lake Michigan doesn't make sense. Lake Michigan well, doesn't.
1: There's a lot of people, you know, like in southeastern Wisconsin that might
4: run down to Waukegan yep. perch fishing. Yep,
2: or north you know. to Escanaba. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so yeah. So
4: make it for Waukegan <laughs> and Escanaba. Why? I mean, like I say, they specify... Yeah. Yeah. This block here, this zone, this date, that date—they make it so confusing. Anyway, what's a few more lines?
1: Yeah. Well. Well, everything's changing this year. I went to the our office and I asked a lot of
2: questions. Yeah. Well, that's good. That, yeah, that's what we oh. have to do—is ask a lot of questions. But.
4: But thank but, you. Yeah. For yeah the thanks, info.
2: thanks, Lance. We appreciate sure. it. Thanks. You know, Bushy, the thing is, what? you said. You know, what's a few more lines? Don't tell the DNR to add more
4: well, they stuff. Got enough they're they're in there in anyway. another book. They got enough in there anyway. There could be <laughs> that, like a demarcation hey. line to go right down the map down the middle of Lake Michigan and or little zones and say if you go here, they got fish refuges marked out there. That's true. Yeah. Why not mark where you gotta make sure you have your paper license in case the Illinois warden
2: checks you. You know, when you when you tell the D when the DNR wants to add a couple of lines, it ends up to be a couple of pages. <laughs> you know, that's what they usually do, a couple of pages. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know. It It, it can be confusing with all the rules and regulations. Didn't the DNR czar want to,
4: wasn't part of that recommendation to simplify rules a little yes, bit? Yes, yeah, they wanted and to I, simplify things. I think I've heard things. that rules have been simplified, but I look at the booklets, and I don't think rules have been simplified. No, I don't either. It looks as confusing as, yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, one thing that has been simplified are, 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 are our breaks. And we have one right now. We are presented by Interstate Heating in Sussex. Stay tuned for more of the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors.
4: Welcome back to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors, coming to you live from the Interstate Heating Studios. This is Dan Bush, long Tom Newbauer, John Lehman, Greg on the board, special guest Greg. And on the line, we've got Captain Jason. Good morning, Captain.
2: Morning, gentlemen. Good morning. Uh, hey. You're not out on the lake, are
4: you?
1: Um, no. It, it, it's been a, a tough week, I, as far yeah.
4: as weather. <laughs> I told Tom, Jason's probably sleeping this morning. <laughs> <laughs> I said, so if he, if he doesn't get too mad with us getting him up and waking, talking to him, we've been getting people wanting to know about Lake Michigan, and it's been a long time since we called you, so um, yeah, just kind of you know, wondering, wondering how fishing's going now, and it, can you give us kind of a, a synopsis of how the season went?
3: Uh,
1: season went better than, than I think anybody expected. Uh, with all the stocking cut talks and, and whatnot, we were not... Expecting to have a really great salmon fishery, and we were, we were wrong. Um, the southern end of the lake held a good amount of the bait all year long, so the salmon that we did have stayed here. And when the salmon kind of started to slow up or disappear, uh, we had a really good offshore fishery for, for rainbows and cohos and, and lake trout. Um, it never really slowed down. Uh, cohos were here in, in pretty good numbers, it was, it was exciting, you guys. I, I, I was heading into the season with a different mindset, and the fish, the fish changed my mind.
2: <laughs> what, uh, right now, are a lot of those salmon staging in the mouths of the harbors and that?
1: I, I think they're past the staging point. Yeah. Um, right around Labor Day, it all the kings kind of showed up on the harbor mouths, river mouths, um, pretty much up. Up and down this entire side of the lake. Um, here in Milwaukee, though, they they staged for about a week, and then we had that big rain where we had five, six inches yeah. at first. And I think that rain sucked the fish either upriver or pulled them all the way into the marina where where people targeted them quite a bit. Um, they're still getting them, you know, uh, the shore fishermen and and the guys in the smaller boats. They're, they're getting them on bobbers and, and skiing. So it's they're still there, and the guys that are doing it have been doing pretty good, but I've been trying to get out on the big boat deal, and, and this wind is
4: just, oh. Yeah, I was going to ask, what, what is your Real Sensations Charters? What are you guys going to be targeting from here on out?
1: Uh, predominantly lake trout and brown trout. Um. But I, if I could get out, I still think there's a decent number of of younger chinook and and some steelhead offshore. I think it, it, it's probably actually really good. Um, but I haven't been able to leave the confines of the harbor here in about a week and a half. It, it's just so it's been all brown trout for me, which are plentiful. Um, the brown trout have been biting a little bit uh, inside the harbor areas, but it's 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 been tough now. You know the wind is out of the northeast the last four days here, so now the entire harbor is kind of this this gray green color from the silk getting mixed up off of Bradford Beach here in Milwaukee, and it just it just makes it really dirty, and I I don't think the fish like it very much.
4: Hey, there's been uh, I'm on the DNR uh, mailing emailing list, and I've gotten a ton of emails about the hearings for Lake Michigan where they want to have the different stakeholders. Put in their, you know, piece as far as what they what they think, and I guess it's all related to uh, possible, you know, the stocking. Uh, any thoughts on that? Are there any? Do you have any positions that you're kind of standing behind?
1: Um, I actually do have, I guess, a position. Um, a group of charter captains and myself and other uh, lakeshore business owners uh, kind of banded together, created an organization um, so that we have one voice. Um, I think oh boy I mean we we don't have enough time on the show for me.
4: <laughs> yeah, we got time <laughs> to, to lay it
1: all out, but you know, 15 years ago they started the lake trout rehabilitation program by dumping, you know, tons and tons and tons of lake trout in the lake um which it did have its effects on the, the forage obviously, on the alewives now lake trout don't eat 100% alewives like kings do, but they still put a dent in it and by doing simple math, I think we probably have somewhere in the range of 60 million lake trout in the lake now. Okay. I I think it worked whatever they were attempting to do, um, but they probably should have started pulling that back when when the cuts of the kings, which started five years ago, they should have pulled back on lake trout too. So,
3: okay. Um,
2: so do you want them to increase the bag limit on uh, lake trout?
1: I'd love
4: to see it. Yeah. Yeah, because it never makes sense in the spring. You can only keep two and then later five. I mean, what's the point?
1: Uh, Agreed. Um, For a while, I mean, I know the lake trout had numbers issues, you know, stemming all the way back to the 40s, 50s when when commercial harvest was through the roof. Um, But, you know, they they set forth a goal to rehabilitate them, and it worked, which is awesome. Um, But I think... I think it was a couple of years too much. And then they wanted to go ahead and now cut Kings. And we said, Whoa, 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 well, hold on here. You know, the, us guys in the Southern part of the Lake here, I'm going to say from Port Washington South, we could target Lake trout and we get the best coho fishing. And, you know, we're, we're kind of spoiled and blessed up here. Well, guys in, from Sheboygan North, they rely on a Chinook fishery right. more than more than any one of us do. Um, so, you know, I wanted to jump on board to help my competitors, obviously, but also some guys that I know that, that need it to make a living. Gotcha. Um, and small towns, you know, Algoma, Kiwanee, these places that they they rely on the tourist dollar that's brought in from from fishing. You know, even Sturgeon Bay, Um so we need a king fishery. So we banded together and said, "Well, you need to relook at this. And if you're going to start talking king cuts, we have to do something about the lake trout cuts."
4: It makes so we sense.
1: Have something with it. Um, so I, I think we're we're on the right path, and I guess we'll find out in a week or two because they were talking 64 percent king cuts, and that's on top of the previous that we're down from five years ago. So you know it. it Pretty much if that cut would have happened, we would have had pretty close to a zero kingfishery, in my opinion.
2: So if you can give any advice in a couple minutes here, if you can give advice, Jason, if somebody wanted to fish for the the browns or all the other fish that are in the harbor. What what would you recommend if they're
4: fishing from shore? You mean like right now?
2: Yeah, like right now. If a guy wanted to go out and fish from shore, you know, for, you know from the different areas, you know, that are available to anglers, uh, would you recommend the skein, the spawn sacks, or would you go with the shiners, or what would you recommend?
1: I would definitely go skein or spawn sacks. Um, fish them underneath a the slip bobber. Uh, I think if you want to fish at night from shore, uh, crankbaits, you know J9s, J11s, J13s, Husky jerks, stuff like that. Fire Tiger is always my favorite pattern at this time of the year. I think you can get some fish casting, um, you know, fairly, fairly consistently. I think, um, but I definitely think during the day, the spawn underneath a float is is going to uh, it's going to outfish just about everything.
2: How far down do you do you set your bait?
1: I think you kind of treat it just like ice fishing. <laughs> you, you find your depth. <laughs> okay. Uh, you know, and then you, you know, start a foot off the bottom. And uh, it usually works just that way, a foot or two off the bottom. But I have had days where you only got to be a foot or two off the surface for whatever reason. <laughs> okay. Uh, it, 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 those kind of days are, are few and far between. But the one or two feet off the bottom thing seems seems to be the ticket most days. All right. Well,
2: Jason, uh, I'm glad you're not mad at us for calling you early in the morning. Yeah, <laughs> I'm <Like And>, uh, <laughs> sorry we didn't
4: call you earlier this yeah. summer. Should have been staying oh, in I contact to, with you. I have to
1: get up and go sit in the cold and watch youth football this morning. Oh, hey, okay, all right, Dad. Uh,
4: take, take
2: a rain jacket or something with you because uh, there's little sprinkles out there today. Uh, oh, yeah. Jason, what what's your website?
1: Uh, www.reel, as in fishing reel, R-E-E-L.
2: S E N S A T I O N dot com. Real dot com. <laughs> yes, sir. All right. All right. Thanks, Jason. Jason, Captain Jason Ruda. Thanks again.
4: Yeah. Yeah, that and, was nice. And, okay. and I always tell yeah. people, if you want to go with what I think is the, there's a lot of great captains, but if you want to go with who I think is the best, uh, Jason. He's... And I believe he and his brother have two boats that they're running right out of McKinley mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Big, beautiful boats. Man, when he goes out there, and and I got to talk to Jason. Um, we ran out of time. We're out of break, so I got to shut up. But um, <laughs> he has a school, and I've talked to people who went to his school and said it's unbelievable the tips they picked up, even just for fishing in their little small boat out there, little things like current and yeah, speed and yeah. stuff, I mean, and patterns. So I got to talk to Jason. I think I'm going to go to his school this year. Yeah.
2: A lot of times, it's one of those small things that people think are inconsequential that are very important. Like with women. It's yeah. the little things that make the difference, Tom. <laughs> All right. We'll be right back with more, folks. Stay tuned for more of the Cutting Edge Outdoors. It's the final countdown. The downtown. Downtown. Oh, it's you, Danny.
4: Welcome back to the Interstate Heating Studios studio. This is the Midwestern Shooter Supply (laughs) cutting edge Outdoors. doors. Yeah, presented by Interstate (laughs) Heating.
2: We're on top of our game. Yes, indeed. Whenever we find out what game that is. I was
4: was kind of zoning when we came back here. I've got this book, and uh, if you want to find cool old Hunting books and mm-hmm. stuff, go to those half price book places and you can find some books. I think I even found one of Jack O'Connor's classic books, The Great Gun Writer for Outdoor Life. Yeah. But I got this old one. It's called The Hunter's Bible and uh, it was made in 1968. Yeah. And it's really interesting, but the price look at the price on this. How, how much it would cost $1. $1.95. $1.95. Dex? In 1968, you could buy, of course, you could buy a Corvette for six grand but $1.95 and here here's the series here's the series of books that they had Tom for a buck 95 you ready yeah some of them yeah, you'd like, never well some of them likely the archer's bible the bass fisherman's bible the camper's bible the deer hunter's bible the duck hunter's bible the freshwater fisherman's bible the gunner's bible the horseman's bible the golfer's bible the motorboatman's bible the Outdoor Cook's Bible. There you go. You could have wrote that, Tom. The Saltwater Fisherman's <laughs> Bible. The Small Boat Sailor's Bible. The Skier's Bible. The Skin Diver's <laughs> Bible. The Trout Fisherman's <laughs> Bible. The Upland Game oh. Hunter's Bible. The Varmint and Crow Hunter's Bible. Man, they had a lot of Bibles back then. Yeah. And all for a buck ninety-five. Boy, if yeah, things changed, huh? But it's interesting to read the books, and uh, it, they talk about the firearms and different loads, and, and species of game and hunting methods, and a lot is the same. There's a lot of good advice in, in mm-hmm. some of these old, old ones. Uh, one, one actually chapter talks about, uh, shooting at running game and you'll likely never read anything about shooting at running game now, because a lot of people, they think that, you know, we'll watch the TV shows, you know, they only wait till the thing like, uh, you know, poses like a yep. frozen statue for 20 seconds before they yep. squeeze the trigger out of their heated blind. Yeah. Um, but, uh. I guess they do not encourage shooting at running game because they don't want a wound game. But in this book, it did say it's ethical yeah, for a good sure. marksman to take a shot. And I've shot a lot of running deer. Mm-hmm. Uh, yet I've talked to friends of mine who have hunted, hunted for years. They've never shot a running deer.
2: Mm-hmm. I don't think I ever shot at one. No? No, no I don't think uh. so. I just want to remind everybody that Smokey's Musky Bait and Tackle out in Pewaukee has five... 14 foot aluminum Mirocraft craft boats for sale. They're a hundred bucks a piece. They are as is. They were rental boats.
4: Yeah, they got some dings on yeah, them. For an extra 20 bucks, one of the technicians will get a rubber mallet and pound that dent <laughs> out for you.
2: Yeah, they got a few dings on them in that. But for a hundred bucks, what do you expect? They float, they don't leak, they're just fine. You know, I mean, if somebody's looking for a small boat, you know, to do stuff in, you know, they got five of them out there. So just let you know. And if you want to Find out where they are, or put a you know buy get one whatever. Just go to either go out there, or you can call them at two six two six nine one nine six
4: five nine. So anyway. you, couldn't you put one in your backyard, Tom, and fill it with dirt and plant flowers? You know some some people do that. You've seen
2: I've seen that before. They've taken I think I've small, seen that with wood, old wooden yeah boats. old wooden boats. They've done that. Sure, they've done that. I'm not gonna do that, but. <laughs> that sounds like too well, well, much work. Why not, there, oh, Mister Green Jeans? You oh, you got a garden, don't you? Uh, yes, not not right now. I've just got a small part of it left. I took down a lot of it, but okay. uh, JJ from uh, Jiffy Doors was over at my house. He put on a new garage door for me. Right, boy, those guys are fast. They're good. Why well, they They're call them Jiffy? Efficient. Yes, man. Oh man, I'll tell you, that That's, was very sweet. Probably works for Jimmy John's on the side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no Jiffy garage doors. He he does all that stuff. Anything to do with garage doors. But you get a anyway. garage
4: door and get a sub at the same time. Yeah, that would be nice. Yeah, but you must anyway. have got a good deal though. No,
2: I paid the regular price. Yeah, the regular price. Yeah, Did you dip, I had
4: that dip into the wife's coffers there. I
2: had a dip into something because I also had the the retaining wall built last month. Then I had the garage door this month and i'm sure something'll come up next month <laughs> the the wonderful things that happen when you're a homeowner you know you you got a lot of stuff that you got to do so all the guys are looking at some gal on tv right is that what you were all looking at nice no legs. <laughs> all their eyes and john says nice legs yeah they're all looking up there greg why do you even put that stuff on? Next thing you know, John will wants you to put on one of those Mexican channels, you know, the Telemundo or whatever. Your eyes look a little big. You
4: know? <laughs> Still hot though. Oh no, 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 we this weren't this looking. You we, we have our rapt attention, Tom. Well, listen for the guy our undivided attention
2: yeah. for the guy going uh, musky fishing today who. Sent us an email earlier. If you're still listening, good luck, man. Uh keep, it's way out of the wind and definitely and, and, don't pee into and, the wind. And have your rain gear on. <laughs> Cause it's gonna it's supposed to be on and off rain today too. So
4: Do you guys have high quality rain gear at Sherpers?
2: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely. Gotta. You know, I even keep one of those little <clears throat> cheap ponchos in the glove compartment of the car. And in and in
4: the boat, we have a couple of mm-hmm. them,
2: just in case, you know. I mean, but we also have the rain gear. The well, I've got a there.
4: couple uh, cheap army ponchos that I keep in the boat as yeah. well. And I'll, I can't tell you how many times that I've had to provide rain gear for clients. Yep. Who oh, who yeah. Who bring nothing. They bring nothing. They even, bring he, nothing. Even though you tell them. Did I say them. nothing like <laughs> Sergeant Schultz?
2: Yeah. They have nothing. Even though you tell them, just in case, bring at least a
4: cheap poncho. Or extra clothes. Yeah. Whatever. You, always, always, always be a Boy Scout like yep. Tom Newbauer. Always be prepared. Always be prepared. Yeah, that's so, right. Okay, so I think we're about done, John. God bless. Stay free. Uh, Greg, thanks for coming in here with us. Appreciate you coming yeah, down. Yeah, Greg, with me it's, and always,
2: John. it's always good to see you. And right. Greg, uh, Greg <laughs> on the boards, you've done a terrific job as usual.
4: As usual, Greg brought us our Nature's Touch natural spring water. Which is Greg's company, so pick up lots of nature nature's touch. Two for two twenty two at Quick Trip right now. <laughs>
2: okay, okay, we'll see you.
4: You've been listening to the Midwestern Shooter Supply coming to you live from the Interstate Heating Studios. We'll talk to you all next week.